Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50% to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Hello and welcome to a brand new extra special episode of Tender Loving Care with your host myself Pauline and my darling Kate. Kate and I have decided we cannot not discuss the latest in the 90 Day Fiancé franchise. 90 Day Fiancé Happily Ever After. As you probably know our podcast Tender Loving Care which is available on all podcast platforms has a new episode each Tuesday and in that podcast we break down two shows from the TLC network past or present and deep dive and discuss the glorious chaos. We have decided to watch even more TLC and get in on the new season of Happily Ever After and release it as some more content for you, our beautiful trash TV loving listeners, every Monday. Kate, this is going to come to our beautiful trash TV loving listeners a little bit late today. A little bit late. We have some special circumstances. Um... We do. Um, we have some very exciting circumstances. Mm-hmm. I mean, um, we will probably talk about that a little bit more. Should we talk about that next week or should we talk about it now? Mention it all or mention Mention it all. Mention it all. So right now, listeners, it's very exciting. As you know, we started our podcast in March of this year, 2022. And at that point, Kate and I had met in Los Angeles. I live in Los Angeles, but we have recorded every single episode of all of the multiple shows that we've watched now from Kate being in Austin, Texas, and me being in Los Angeles. But Kate decided to make a little visit. So right now, we are not physically together. That is for next week. But right now, listeners, Kate and I are a mere 10 miles apart, if that. Yeah, something like that. It's very exciting, guys. I'm looking at her. She's a different background. She's in our friend's house. And it's just, it's it's we're so close we're so close to recording this together for you and next week we can tell you next week Kate and I are going to watch both of these shows meaning Happy Ever After which we are recording now and our Patreon show which covers 90 Day Fiance UK that we record each Sunday together in my house in Los Angeles it's gonna be and I can guarantee you we will be junky 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 <laughs> I can't wait. It's it's probably going to be a shit show. I mean, it will be the best we've ever recorded, but it will be a shit show. Go follow us on social media now, because who knows what could be posted that night? We don't know. <laughs> stories. Knows? The stories will be us together. Stories, yeah, we tits don't know. And ass, 
I mean, it'll be <laughs> phenomenal. It'll be chaos. Oh. Um, so yeah, we're super, super excited, guys. We do have a yeah. ton to talk to you about yes. happily ever after. So um, <clears throat> before we get into this, let's just get the plug out the way. We mentioned our Patreon. Kate and I have a Patreon um, that uh, we have an episode that we release every Monday, as we do with this happily ever after. But it is only on our Patreon page for five dollars a month. You can sign up. You get a fantastic piece of artwork from Kate herself. Mm-hmm. Personal messages from us, part of the patreon community five bucks a month and an extra episode which means you get three episodes a week from us every week so go and check it out you can find it all on our social media our instagram tender loving care pod kate let's get in to all of these monsters and i don't use that lightly they're in happily ever after wow these are some dark figures we have here uh this show is really cooking up it's really it's really picking up is what i mean it's uh a lot happening this episode so yeah let's get it it is um kate we always do a little synopsis you want to read those couple of lines just for everyone to to do a little refresh right yeah i should because there are at this point a million spinoffs so Mm -hmm. let me explain what this one is so this is 90 day fiance happily ever after Life after the 90 days continues as the couples look back on their 90-day journey and realize their lives as newlyweds have not gotten easier. <laughs> At all. You can say that. You can say that again. Right. This episode is of Happily Ever After is episode four, and it's called Truth Hurts. Um, do we start with we start with Elizabeth and Andre? Is that correct? That's right. Yep. Right now, this is going to be rare because Kay and I are actually standing behind Elizabeth and her and her idea to become a singer. But hold up, hold up, hold up. It's because we found out last episode that Elizabeth says that she Libby. I keep writing Elizabeth and she goes by Libby, doesn't she? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, Libby has decided that she wants to go back um, to sing um, in her mid 30s. Um, but it's okay. She's not doing a Melissa Gorga or a Kim Zolziak or whatever. She is, she's, I wasn't going to add Countess Luan because she's become an international superstar. But I mean, um, yeah, the other people on reality, whole different ball game. But the other people in reality TV who try to be singers like midway through their life. No, she has decided that she wants to sing, but she wants to turn it into, um, like put it on YouTube for parents and their children and basically sing nursery rhymes, which actually isn't a bad idea, Kate. I don't think it is either. Yeah. It's it's mommy and me influencer content. Yeah. That's exactly what her lane should be. Right, exactly. I mean, it would be, she. everyone should be making fun of her if she was like, I'm going to be a pop star, but she's not saying that. So I don't know. I was like, fine. But then, um, so the opening scene is her... <laughs> <laughs> is her warming up and we see her going to her first um, vocal lesson for a while. Kate, what did you think about her and the coach? A lot. There there was a strange amount of tension. Mm, A lot of tension. The teacher, so Roxy is her vocal coach. And it seems like, I don't know if the producers told Roxy to be really critical. Or Roxy just really didn't like Libby. Or Roxy just really disliked Libby from the jump. Uh, I mean, she really was, look, she wasn't, I didn't expect it to be, it would be annoying if she was soft on her, but this woman was practically snarling at her. I mean, she really (laughs) didn't like her at all. She is like laying out how hard it's going to be. Oh, and she, so Libby tells her the idea. I'm going to release Mm -hmm. these nursery rhyme songs online. And she makes her feel really uncomfortable about it. She's like, "Mm, well, yeah, you know, I've, I've seen that kind of content and, you know, it's just really saturated. I know. I mean, good luck with that. Can you imagine what she would have said to her if she said she wanted to be a pop star? I wish we could have seen that. I know she was so... Look, is she right? Yeah. 
But it was as she re- I I feel as though she really resented signing that release and being on this show. I think that the producers have come to her and said, we want to film a scene with you being the vocal coach to this girl. And she was like, oh, you know what? That could be great for my business. So she signs the release and then she realizes I should never have done this. So halfway through filming, she just turns into a complete bitch towards Libby. <laughs> like you know what fuck this i honestly think that's what it was so yeah we hear uh we hear mm. libby singing um mary mary that's what it was and then she goes can you can, can you work on your on your breathing a little bit because she was like i mean it was it was sexual and it was it was inappropriate for Joe. It was like Mary. a Britney Spears croon <laughs> to, to these kids' songs. I was it, I kind of liked it. You know what? For maybe added on to Patreon, Kate and I will do our impressions of Libby singing these nursery rhymes because we'll do, it was something. We'll drop our own album. We'll drop our own. But you know something I realized, Kate. I'm sure you've done it. We both studied theater and. You know, we've sung on stage when you do musicals mm-hmm. and stuff, and we've been to vocal coaches. Because uh, Kate and I are really big movie stars. I don't know if anyone really knew that. We might just want to repeat that. Yeah, again. Like, for, big for the stars. new for the new listeners the new, tuning in. Yeah, big big success story. Big Holly, mm-hmm. big Hollywood success stories. Kate and I. It, it's crazy um, we're even doing a podcast. It really is. Yeah. You're welcome, listeners. So You're welcome. Yeah. Um, but no, when I what the first thing I noticed, I'm sure you did as well. I've never had a vocal coach in my entire life that would have me sing sitting down. You never sit down to sing. That is so true. I watched it and I was like, is she going to tell her to stand up? You never sing sitting down. There was something odd watching it. That's what it was. I'm like, wait, why why is she sitting kind of slouched in front of her? She's like that. Her diaphragm, the number one thing is about posture when you're singing and you would stand by the piano. Exactly, yes. Uh, it was so off. I noticed it straight away and I was like, all right, this something, there's something going on here. It was probably Jeff the PA just sabotaging so she would sound really shit. No, 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 sit down, sit down, sit down. No, 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 no. Oh, you, you can't stand, you'll be out of frame. Yeah, yeah. exactly. <laughs> so we were, um, we watched her sing, Libby, and the vocal coach kind of tearing her down, which was great. Um, and then we see Andre's um, dad is coming into town, mm-hmm. um, who is like a lovely, peaceful, gentle, calm Moldovan man. Great guy. Great and guy. And he bore a monster. <laughs> <laughs> a six foot eight Moldovan monster is what he bore. Um, but it's not his dad is just lovely. And I'm very impressed. Libby was learning her Romanian. Okay. I mean, I don't know Romanians, but or Romanian, but to me, I was like, she sounds good, right? I really was impressed, Libby. I was like, so you know what? We, we saw that. And then um, so it was kind of like the dad coming there and then them bitching about Charlie. We haven't even seen Charlie yet, which is Libby's sister. Uh, big build-up. Big build-up to big build up Charlie's he, return. There's been so much. Google what everyone really thinks is going on with Charlie, but in this, they're talking about alcoholism. <sighs> um and how they don't want to be around him, how he's a bad influence. And everyone thinks that all the sisters agree with Andre and Libby, apart from the mother. And this is just this storyline that keeps going on. So we have Andre's dad here. Then we have um, Andre, you have to go meet with my mum because what my mum said, she wasn't acceptable. And this mum is, I didn't watch the full like sit down meeting with them, but let me guess, she completely was enabling Charlie. Is that what happened, Kate? Completely. She's yeah. yeah. So um, they're meeting at this coffee shop and Andre, he doesn't he's insulted that she put him in the same boat with his drinking as Charlie. Right. And, you know, maybe there's some other substances happening. We don't know. Um, mm-hmm. Something like that. So he, they're talking about that. She has her birthday party coming up, uh, like you mentioned, and she wants all the kids to be there. She wants Ellie to be there. She wants Andre. She wants them all to come. And Andre is 
I actually really respect this. Andre is trying to set this boundary mm-hmm. because he made an ass out of himself on mm-hmm. national television mm-hmm. fighting with Charlie physically mm-hmm. on whatever season that was of whatever. Mm-hmm. And he knows that that's likely to happen again. Mm-hmm. And he says, I don't want to do that in front of Ellie. Yeah. And I don't want to be provoked by your son who is deep in his addiction. Yeah. He said, when I see action, then I will come around. Mm-hmm. Right now, it's just words. And she's saying, you're isolating Libby and Ellie from the family. Sure. That's that's her whole that's her whole thing. Got and it. he's like, no, I'm protecting my family from yeah. him. So. Yeah. And that's, I mean, so that's kind of what's been running through with Libby and Andre. This is episode four now of Happily Ever After. And we, like Kate says, we haven't seen Charlie. They're building it up for when he gets into the room and they all set eyes and they're building up to this mother's 60th birthday. That's, I'm sure, I think it's her 60th. That's mm-hmm. what they're building up to. Um, so we see, so that was kind of it. But you know what? I'm looking forward to more Libby singing. Sexualizing see- nursery rhymes. Did you see her music video she released? I have searched, but I've seen it. I saw a clip on on Instagram that was going around all of the Bravo and reality TV show sites. And then I couldn't find it again. I've never been able to see it. Oh, it's so good. Is it? Yeah. She, wasn't she singing a Patsy Cline? Or what was she singing? Something like that. And she's something sultry. And she's, oh, Whoa. blue. Oh. oh i have to see that you could google it guys libby happily ever after um, i'll try i'll try to post it on our instagram yes i really need to see it i know it's been around um so that's kind of libby and andre so we're not seeing any fighting with the sisters and we're just talking did, about fighting with the brother did you see the one last thing i want to ask you about this uh their segment is did you see the mom's eyes looking they looked really glassy to me. Yeah, because she's a massive boozer as well. Yeah. Is that it. just me or did she look? No, like- she she is. You know um, that episode where Bethany, I've got to stop talking about Real Housewives. <laughs> Bethany and confronts Dorinda and she says, be you're a drunk. And mm-hmm. then it was debated whether she says you are a drunk or you're drunk. Mm-hmm. And I'm just going to leave it like that ambiguous for me as well i don't know what the mother is but there's something with alcohol going on there let's let's say that and let's be honest people don't like people will sometimes defend others drinking because they don't want they a don't. spotlight being put on oh, their drinking. oh yeah because she is a secret to, to mm-hmm. hold as well absolutely yep so that was so fun. Yep, Kate, a lot of stuff with Libby and Andre. Uh, but that's all just kind of build up at the moment. Yeah. Then we go to Georgia, which is the epicenter for TLC, the headquarters for TLC. We meet Angela again and Michael. Um, so we see Angela. Everyone knows Angela. Everyone knows Angela. So we see Angela in the garden with the grandchildren that she looks after because we're not going to mention what happened to one of her daughters. Let's move on from that. But Google it, guys. She's in prison. Um, And she says that it is Michael. Sorry. Michael's birthday. Kate, I have a question to ask you. Yeah. I haven't seen her smoking. Has she given up smoking? No, she smoked in this episode. Where? Kate, I need evidence. I looked through this. I didn't see a smoking she went into the car right to take the video called michael but there were no cigarettes she wasn't smoking around the grandchildren which she doesn't do anyway she was at a restaurant she obviously wasn't smoking there i have not seen her smoke no she didn't give it she's i've seen her smoking she still smokes she does maybe tlc tlc can't be going weak on us and taking that out but i am kate i'm just shocked i haven't seen it so if you find it Send I'll me the send clip. it to you. She does. I promise. Okay. I've seen it. I've seen it at least once. She sparks up. She okay. Up. Okay. Because that was a big question for me. Yeah. So it's Michael's birthday. And she's, you know, Angela is having a lot of problem with my Michael, who she is married now, because she claims he, she doesn't want him to have any social media. Obviously, they fight about everything all the time. But the major thing right now is didn't want him to have social media. He got Instagram and he texts her saying, send me... <laughs> and I'll take it down. So that, you know, she went cuckoo, went to the lawyer. The lawyer is saying 
You understand that his visa can get approved any day and he can be on a plane here. So she doesn't know what to do. And then she's also having feelings for a man named Billy, who we get a little bit more into in a minute. But she's so it's Michael's birthday. She's doing a video call with them. Just start screaming at him. Just straight away, straight in, screaming. She's literally like, oh, so happy birthday. She's like, what are you doing for your birthday? And he's like, nothing. I'm not financially buoyant. Yeah, I love that. I love that. I love that. And then, of course, he's like, because you won't send me any more money. And she's like, you're an idiot. It's amazing. You're an idiot. And it just hung in the air. Mm. Mm, 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 mm. so she then then they get into a massive fight hangs up on him i mean honestly these scenes have been happening since we first met angela and michael so it, it's just like water off a duck's back right now we just keep keeps it we, we're used to it this is the normal and michael's just on the other end in nigeria being like i just need to get to america I just need to get to America. Um, so they're screaming at each other and she's basically saying, Michael, we need to work on our marriage. You just want money from me. You can't have Instagram. You're going to be looking at other women. You're hiding stuff from me. Happy birthday and hangs up on him. She's just in this car bellowing like a yeah. banshee out of hell. Mm. These mm. kids are riding their bikes in the yard. It's insane. It's and- beautiful. <laughs> They go to like a pizza ranch or something mm-hmm. and um, the they're interviewing the kids and the, they're doing this segment where Angela's like, you got to eat salad, get a little salad on there. And the kids are like, we don't want to be healthy. That's your thing, ma'am, Mima. And then she starts. So her daughter, uh, what's her name? Starla, Skyla. Yeah. Is there. And uh She's talking to her about how she feels so neglected by Michael. She lost a hundred pounds and mm-hmm. Michael completely ignores that. Hasn't doesn't ever compliment her about her yep. body. And it's like, yeah, yep. misses your giant size. I know. Titties. And um, so she is anxious that she can't control his social media and see everything that he's doing. She yep. has big issues with control. She's. Ooh. The most insecure person alive and she lashes out and has never learned how to truly love herself. I was really analyzing her Mm -hmm. and that's her thing. That's her thing. She's never learned to love herself. So she's this like bitter, mean lady who lashes out. I'm not trying to make excuses, but that's the core of it. She's so insecure and she's like, he's looking at other women and she wants to control it. You know, you're right. And remember, she is marrying someone 20 years younger than her that lives in Nigeria and asks for money all the time. So does she have a right to be insecure? Uh, yeah. Are her are her fears unfounded? No. But you're right. I mean, when, when Angela is good, she is great. She's a ton of fun. I mean, she'd be someone, like, you could just see it. If she met a man her own age who liked the same thing she did, had grandkids, but Angela, you are a catch. I want to say to her, there is a man that really. <laughs> Sorry, to, Kate, to, to someone. Kate. Yes, thank to, you. You yeah, know, I am an Angela someone. fan. I am an Angela fan. You know, she's caring. She has a bosom, a very large bosom. <laughs> she knows how to. She knows how to work a wrench. She was fixing a bike. She did at one point. She's been a woman that's um, probably scraped her way through. She looks after all these kids, these grandkids, and she does it all on her own. There's never been a man that stood by her, and that's pretty well where all the insecurity comes from. Any, I'm just a big. I really am an Angela fan. But... And now, now she's feeling herself. She has her TLC coins. Yes. She has her hair extensions. Yes. She lost yes. hundred pounds. Yes. And she's got her boo online that she does TikToks with. So she's feeling herself. And and Michael is giving her nothing. He's actually taking a lot. Oh, um, but to be fair, but to say something for Michael, she's incredibly verbally abusive on the oh, phone. Yes. All oh yes. Oh yes. Time. Oh, all the he time. He doesn't get a break. He doesn't get a break. And he because he doesn't yell at her. That we he see. Doesn't. That we see. Maybe off camera, but sure. we never see Michael really lose it. No. Right? So he knows there's no point. He just gives it. It's bad. I think he but laughs then, at it too. Sometimes. <laughs> well, we're sat here laughing at it. I True. mean, 
true. So there are two revelations that come out at this pizza place. So um, first of all, I loved it when Skylar, the daughter, goes, why do you want to be healthy? Which hung in the air, just like her screaming at Michael being an idiot. And I thought it's like, why? You may as well have asked, why do you want to be successful? I mean, these questions are perplexing to the person that's asking them. But anyway, um, so Angela sat there eating. And then we discovered that Billy, who Kate spoke about, who is the who is the gentleman friend on TikTok, needs a kidney. That struck me around the face from nowhere. I was like, sorry, what? She just goes, you know, Billy, I can't do the accent, but she said, you know, Billy needs a kidney. And Sky was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. So... Billy apparently has kidney. I know, but not sure if it's kidney failure or there's something going on, but he does need a kidney. And Angela's like, you know, I mean, she's really loosely threading why she's talking to him. You know, I worked in healthcare because she was a carer and she helped people. And, you know, I'm really big on support. And so I'm trying to raise money. And I'm like, you are trying to raise his penis up far enough. She goes, goes, oh, come on, Skyla. I always put hashtag awareness on every post. And I'm like, okay. She's amazing. See what she's doing for the world? For Nigeria and for Canada now, because Billy's in Canada. So she says, Billy needs a kidney. And then the, the kind of conclusion of all of this is that last week we were told that she was thinking about going to Canada to go meet with Billy who needs a kidney. Uh, that's his full name now, Billy who needs a kidney. Yeah. Um, Jimmy Futee. Jimmy Futee. <laughs> Patreon quote there. Yep. Um, but now we're finding out Angela thinks it's going to be a really good idea, a.k.a. TLC thought it was a really, really good idea, for her to fly her ass all the way over to Nigeria to surprise Michael. She's she's Uh-oh. doing it Danielle Muhammad style. Yeah. She's ambushing Michael in Nigeria. Which we're not talking states, we're talking continents she is traveling, and I am in full support of it. Oh, this is gonna be a disaster. A disaster. It's gonna be because I will tell you on the first episode, they haven't shown it since. Um, Chelsea does a lot of flash forwards and still to come this season. There was a part where she was breaking off a wind wing mirror of his car. She is in so Nigeria. Unhinged, dude. Okay. It's yeah. So that's where we are with Angela. So there's a lot going on. She's gonna be in it next week for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, Jenny and Summit are very large um age gap lovers in mm-hmm. India. So we've got kind of we discussed ad nauseum all about you know the parents. And so uh, Smith is like, listen, we're going on honeymoon. So Jenny is thrilled, 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 thrilled. There's pretty much they go on honeymoon. They talk about Smith work, beginning work again. And Jenny realizing that he may be gone um, longer than she's comfortable with because they're always, always together. And they've been living off TLC money. And mm-hmm. Smith's like, well, maybe I should work. So she's <laughs> getting upset. with. So she's kind of worried about that. Then we see a flash forward about possibly going to America and that he's put, you know, your parents are always going to come before Jenny. But that's kind of everything that went on. But what I want to focus on is we go to the honeymoon. They go to this hotel. (coughs) They get into this hotel and they speak to the concierge and they say, um, oh, you know, which is our room. We just got married. And the concierge is like, congratulations, whatever. Then something happened that has never happened in TLC history, which I think was remarkable. They grabbed this hotel concierge and said, come over here for a second. I want to put you in front of a green screen. And he got his own talking head interview. I lost my shit. I was like, he had like his full name and he had the exact same sit down chair with the with the green screen background that all of the stars of 90 Day get. And he just said, yeah, uh, my parents wouldn't be happy if I married someone so much older than me. And that was it. But I was like, what? This is concierge. Because Jenny and I think they were like, we need we need more context for mm-hmm. how this looks to the public when they're going around. Yeah. So I appreciated that. Oh, I appreciated it deeply. It was really good. That guy must have, I mean, he's a movie star right now. He is a movie star. 
Mm-hmm. Um, he's working in a hotel right now um, in India. Um, two girls in Los Angeles are talking about him on a podcast. I mean, oh, we dream. We dream to be at that level, Kate. Someday. Someday. Um, so really, we did just, that was Jenny and Summit and going on a honeymoon and talking about working and just this fast forwarding of, She's going to try and get him to go to America, but he's never going to go to America, Kate. No. We discussed that, yeah. No. Even though he should, his life would be, they'd have a very happy life together, I think. Well, and I think he owes it to her. She's spent so much time over there, and she has children and grandchildren I to know. see. I and know. he could meet them, and they could split their time. So maybe they'll end up doing that. But um, uh, the other thing that we got out of this was we found out why they went back to the old house. Which I was curious about. Which, that was interesting. Uh, Jenny tells us that they had to move back to the old house, which you can tell she's kind of annoyed about. Mm. Um, she's like, this crappy old house. Because um, that's the address that's on all of her visa documentation, her applications and everything. And she's like, the they could check in on us. They could do surprise visits. It's crazy. So we, ha- we have to be here. And I was like, oh, okay. Yeah. That's crazy so. that they do that. So, yeah, that that was cleared up. Yeah. Now we went on mm-hmm. to a couple, Kate, that are so dark that there is going to be so much that comes out in the season between these two. It's Ed and Liz we're talking about, Big Ed and Liz. Yeah. We left it last time with, once again, this is a couple now that have completely alienated everyone around them. Yep. They are have a huge age gap. It's very confusing why they're with each other, why Liz is with him, let's say. Um, and she, she was supposed to be learning about photography from Big Ed on a photo shoot last week. She got insanely jealous, rude, unprofessional, and stomped off like a child because she is a child. I mean, she's you forget she's a mother, by the way. I completely forgot that she's got a kid. I completely forget about that. I this is completely just something I saw on Reddit. I don't know if this is oh, true. Go on. But I was reading rumors online that the kid, she doesn't have the kid a lot of the time. I see. I see. Well, all, she, so, all that that father would have to do or whoever it is that's trying to get custody is show them this footage. Because Kate... They are boozing up a storm, and we haven't even seen them boozing oh. it up yet. But everything about their behavior, everything about the way they look, it's they so are, evident. It, it's the toxicity between them. She's a child, she'll storm off, he'll storm off. It's like emotional blackmail between each of them all the time. So we see them just going, um, just basically discussing why did you storm off? I'm sorry, I'm sorry. They only have each other at this point. They don't have their friends, they don't have family. It's got really dark. Okay, I think she was unprofessional and childish, but I also just want to say that he was too, because he's talking to this is Liz's friend, by the way. Yeah. And they're looking at the photos afterwards. And he goes, did you hear what she said? And he shows he shows her the photo that Liz mm-hmm. had commented on. And she wasn't saying it looks like she has no neck. She was saying the angle doesn't show her neck at all. And mm-hmm. so, you know, it could be a better angle. And she didn't phrase it the best way. And she didn't need to say it right in that moment. But she did. And then Ed repeats that to the model yeah, to try to like make her look bad. He's like, oh, that's what she said. And then she left. And the, and the model is her friend. And she's like, well, yeah, I can see that. I can see I know what she, she totally saying. stood up for her. Yeah. yeah. And Ed's like, oh, well, and a pretty woman is disagreeing with him. So he's like, oh, yeah, he backpedals. Yeah, yeah, I guess I should probably apologize to her. Yeah, I'm going to have to apologize to her. And then the kid, he looks at the camera guys and he's like, oh, guess I have to pack up all the gear. Yeah. It's like, Isn't that what you do every time you work? And so he packs it all up and then he's huffing and puffing. Mm-hmm. This was like the alcohol. You could just smell the alcohol I know. sweat. It's so unhealthy. I know. I know. Puffing and puffing. And he gets up there and he's like, we need to talk. I'm like, ugh, this is gross. I think... I don't know what it is about them. So I think there is a lot of stuff to come out with those mm-hmm. two. Mm-hmm. I think that, you know, it's just classic behavior of of two people that have secrets to hide or or something to hide or this deep in insecurity plus alcohol is a terrible combination. And I think that is their relationship. Yeah, it's two people who have 
things that they don't want to deal with. And so they're using the alcohol and the relationship to just hide and not deal with any of that. Yeah. And it's so unhealthy. And I think it's a surprise. I mean, we had all this, this, you can go and listen to it online, but there was like phone calls released or audio released of him saying terribly degrading things about Liz. But the the fact he said it was disgusting, the fact she sold it to to whatever publication was disgusting. And the fact they got back together means both of them are disgusting. Like I don't get any of that. We see a flash forward of next week where she's saying that I'm, always with Ed, the only time I kind of leave is to go to the gym because he wants me to go to the gym and that he is commenting on her body and how she's gained weight, which you can see she has. Right. But as has he, shall we add. Um, But saying, and so the friend was like, what does he think you need to lose weight? And essentially she was saying the way, you know, what they were saying next week is that he's saying that she needs to lose weight. So he's talking about her body. I mean, there's stuff in it that I don't know what it is, Kate. It sounds like I'm making too much of this, but what if you're not watching it, listeners, there is something about the fact that we started Ed's journey many moons ago, and he was not by any means like a fan favorite with the way he treated the girl that he was supposedly in love with in the Philippines. Um, but meeting him when he had Teddy and he had his mum. There was something you were rooting for him. And sure, then you saw that, oh, gosh, you're you're really gross and none of this is nice. But it wasn't as bad as it is now. You're very right. You're so right. Because watching, we watched The Single Life and he had his mom in that and he was, um, they went to Mexico and it was, but it was, it's just like all the light has gone out. That's it. Inside of him. That's it. There's no lightness. And I, I, those two together are a really terrible combination. And it's yeah. it's only going to get worse. And TLC yeah. will have cameras running for it all. Absolutely. So, yeah. Do you want to <laughs> bring us on to Kimbali? Kimbali. I'll on. be there for you. Girl. Baby girl, Lisa. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, baby girl. Kimbali. I wish we could hear from Lisa what she thinks of Kimbali. Oh, oh God. <laughs> so beautiful. Her and her, her ghost toe. Oh, dear. So this episode, Usman is bringing Kimbali to meet up with his friend, KB, who is a man <laughs> who is a man that has two wives, right? Or was it more? Mm. Two or three wives? Yeah, two or three. I don't know. And so obviously this is set up by producers. They were like, Usman, you must know someone who has multiple wives. Like, let's get Kimberly worked up and like, let's talk about it. <laughs> get it worked up. Exactly. Because they're fighting when we get in there, by the way. They're yeah. already fighting. Yeah. So um, they they start talking with his friend and Usman is translating. And basically what comes out is that Usman has portrayed to Kimbali that to Kim. Sorry, I love Kimbali. It's, we Kim, say because we love his accent. I love the way he says it. Kimbali. Yeah, it's just fun to say Kimbali. Mm. So Kim, what he's portrayed is that yeah, yeah, I'm gonna have another wife, but like you'll be the main one. You'll be my sure. main booth sure. thing, sure. and she's just gonna pump out a few kids for me, and that'll be it'll be cool. It'll be fine. But then what starts to come out is that the cultural expectation is Mm. actually that you treat all of your wives equally and they have equal importance in your life. (laughs) And she didn't know (laughs) that. And she's already just pretending to be okay with this. She's pretending about a lot of stuff with this, Kate. Everything with Soja Boy. She's never been okay with this at all on any level, but she's pretending to be cool with it because she's so excited to have Soldier Boy as her boyfriend. And so she's trying she's trying to be a cool girl, quote unquote. And so she finds this out and then what happens before what happens? What happens? So we go in, as, as you say, and she's already saying that second wife, I don't know, I don't know. So then she's taught, then he's, you know, there is so much with Kimbali that she is not thinking through. I mean, so much, obviously, look where she is. But she is 
let's say it was exactly how she thought it was going to go. He was going to get a second wife that would just stay in, um, is he, he's Nigerian, right? Yeah, yes. in Nigeria. And she will go to America. He will go to America. He will have impregnated a woman and left the kids in Nigeria, but have to send money back, money that he would be sharing, getting from, his wife, Kimbali. So Kimbali would be paying for the kids. She has thought nothing about any of this through. Nothing. Who wants wants to be uh, with a guy who's never going to see his kids too? And that's what she's advocating for. I don't want to see the woman and I don't want to... She thinks none of this through. What she wants is a man to propose to her and she wants soldier boy to propose to her. That's it. I mean, this woman, remember, all she would have to do is watch the previous seasons. He's been on a reality show marrying a white old woman from America. That's all you would need. That's well, all you would need. Well, the root of this, lest we forget, is that she, what she really wants deep in her soul is for Michael Jackson to propose oh, to her. I know. She's... <laughs> No one's had the heart to really tell her about Michael Jackson. So no. she's so you know, she's still living lots in a of, lot of fantasy. A lot of, of fantasy. She's ignoring. Yeah. Um, so you know, it's just ridiculous that she's having this conversation with him. Then um the 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 friend is talking about what he's talking about. Then Soldier Boy, I always say soldier, but it's Soldier Boy. Yeah, Soldier Boy. Um, Soldier Boy says, well, maybe I could have more than, like, I wouldn't just have a second wife, I could have a third wife, and then each of them can have, I can impregnate them all at the same time, get like 10 kids if I keep impregnating them at different times, and then um, I'll just get all the kids out of the way then. Now, there's a lot to break down on that. We don't have enough time even this week if we record it every day to break down the problems with that. That's what he says to this woman who goes cuckoo banana cakes because of course you do. I don't understand. if Does he think he doesn't have to pay for kids? I don't know what he th- I, You know what? It doesn't matter. But that's what he says to her. So in classic Kimbali and classic Angela Wave, Gets up before she storms out, just throws that drink over him. Just throws the drink over him. And it's a milkshake. Unbelievable. <laughs> Classic Kimbali. Classic Kimbali. Then she goes out. And you know what happened? I had a revelation here, Kate. Yeah. This woman was sat. I want to just pitch the scene here. This woman is in her, uh, unclear of her age. She's got to be... 50s? Yeah, 50s. I think she's like early 50s, okay? She's had a... She's a grown-up, very attractive son who's out, out, in, in, out in the world, living his own life. She looks after her mother, who she's a close relationship with, cares for this woman evidently very well and has a good relationship with her. Mm-hmm. She brought up her son for the majority completely on her own. She was in a branch of the military. She jumped out of a plane 30 times. She had to have the discipline to remain in the military, which is not easy by any means and I looked at her and I thought you're sat in Nigeria with a guy who doesn't love you obviously who has already scammed another woman who's scamming you talking about getting married and having a second wife and I looked at her I just thought what are you doing Kimbali look at her life I wanted to say to look what you've done in your life and achieved and this is where you're at no say no to this stop it, cut all this off, cut your losses and go home because she has done things in her life. She has achieved things. She's raised a son Mm -hmm. and she sat here and it's a joke. It's just all a joke because this woman is desperate for a man to marry her and just accept her. You're so right, Pauline. It's, It's actually wild how the root of a lot of these relationships are people, mostly women, not knowing their worth. Yep. That's pretty much the basis of almost all of these relationships. I know. It's, 
I just looked her and I thought, what are you, love, what, and all that money that she's spending traveling to Nigeria, because TLC may be covering maybe a flight, but there's still maybe a flight, but other things they're not paying for. And it's just like, you're spending all this money and you have this dream of who this man is. You know, it's not real. It's like, wake up, you know, you know, it's not real. I think she's started to at the oh, end here i hope so because hopefully she storms off and then they're outside this hotel in nigeria and she's like i don't want to do this i don't want to do this and then see flash forward to next week how she like leaves the hotel and decides to walk at night on her own around like <laughs> an area in nigeria which was yeah questionable so that was worrying but she just re- she she reacts with anger and she can't really articulate herself properly mm-hmm. and once and essentially doesn't know her words. So she sounds like a teenager. Yep. She ends up sounding like a teenager. No, shut up. You're my boyfriend. No, don't fucking do that. No. Like it's like hearing a teenage girl having a fight with a boyfriend. And this is a mother. Like, yeah. That's just, absolutely what it's like. Yeah. I just got upset about the whole thing. I really sat there and I thought, imagine what basic training was like in the military. Imagine being homesick and she was a woman in the military doing, I mean, the discipline, the courage, all of that. And you have some 20 something year old guy who's just fucking scamming you. Taking you it's, for a ride. Yeah. So that's how I had a lot of revelation with Kimbali. Um, we do have a couple left. Yeah, carry on. Oh, I was just going to say my last note about them is I don't like this. Yeah. You just left their segment with a bad feeling. In your you segment. did. You yeah. did. Okay. Speaking of bad feelings, we have one couple left. And I'm just, okay, you can talk as much as you want. I'm going to tell you what I wrote. Okay. I wrote Bilal and Shaida, which I keep pronouncing wrong. Shaida? Shaida. 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 Bilal and Shaida who just want to say Shida had her own business, extremely attractive, has a great moral compass, has goals, is intelligent, is with Bilal. And I just wrote, this man needs to get off my TV, full stop. And then I wrote, he is a bad man full stop and that's all I have to say talk about them if you want that's all I have to say yeah I I mean I only have I think three things written down here so they they go shopping for decor and he's really condescending about the prices um and then it's connected to a baby store she goes over there she has baby fever big time she's uh in her what mid to late 30s she's ready to have a kid it's she's written my age she's 38 38 so she, yeah yep that's right because she has she wants to have a kid before 40 mm-hmm. it's written into their prenup as we just saw on 90 day fiance yeah and um i think here's my thing is i think it's it's valid if he doesn't want more kids yes and it's valid that she wants kids but yes. that is such an immense part of your life you don't get married to someone with the opposite goal of having kids as you you just don't he's a liar he is a bad man she she he manipulated her to apologize to him Mm -hmm. and because he would not stand up for her. I mean, it is, I can't tell you the amount of gaslighting and manipulation of this man. I want him off our TV. I don't want to talk about him. Even though I'm talking about him, he is so horrendous and awful, Kate. He is disgusting. Go and find, go, let's go and talk to your other, two other wives that you've divorced or they divorced you because you are a terrible man. I can't. I know it's so divorce number too. three is coming. Divorce number three is coming, Bilal. You know what bothers me is when you see him with his mom, and he he portrays himself as he he changes he changes Ugh. in front of his mom and then to his wife, and it's it's gross. Yeah. He doesn't respect her. He doesn't know her, and he doesn't really care to get to know her. He has his own agenda, and that's it. Yep, that's it. <laughs> And that's it. <laughs> that is it. That are, those are all of our couples this week on Happily Ever After, episode four, Truth Hurts. 
Guys, um, there's a lot to come with these ones. There is a lot to come. I'm not going to lie. As dark as Ed and Liz are, I want to... I want to peek into the darkness so that I can analyze it more. I want to see the anniversary, the engagement party where they're wasted running like barefoot across a road. Like I do want to see that. I mean, I think they know the producers know how dark it is. And that's why we only got like a three minute scene because they're like, yes, they can't handle it. The viewers can't handle too much. We cannot put 15 minutes of them every episode. That's actually really true. That's really true. Um, so guys, we're going to love you and leave you. Um, obviously we've already spoken about our Patreon. So I know this is Monday night. This is going to get, um, released. Sorry. It's a little bit late. Sorry, dear listeners. It's a little bit late. We'll be back on schedule next week when we will be, you've got to tune in for next week because it will be something Kate and I will probably be highly intoxicated and having a lot of fun watching these shows together and recording together. So, um, go and follow us on our Instagram at tender loving care pod has a link tree there for our Patreon and all our other social media stuff. So to go and check that out and always check out the show notes on this as well, because there's a ton of stuff, um, links to Kate and I's Etsy stores. Um, both of us have Etsy stores. Kate, um, and myself, the links are in there. We have descriptions. Go and check both of them out. Spend your money in Kate's shop, spend your money in my shop, and then spend your money on Patreon for us. Just, you know, make that a deduction weekly for us. That'd be great. Uh, no, but any um, anything you could do to support us, we deeply, deeply appreciate it. We love you listening to us. We love going over this um, shit show full of monsters. And I guess we will see them next week. We will speak to you next week, dear listeners. Yes, back into the darkness next week together. Oh. So thank you so much for listening. Tell a friend and have a great week. Bye. Bye Bye-bye. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.